On today's show, VW complains that the fines it faces from U.S. regulators are excessive. The auto industry continues to dive headfirst into mobility services, and John shares his insight into Volvo's strategy to move up market. All that and more coming right up on AutoLine Daily. This is AutoLine Daily for May 25th of 2016. It seems that every time you turn around, another car company is announcing a big move into mobility services. And now Toyota and Volkswagen are taking the plunge. Toyota invested an undisclosed amount of money in Uber and is going to offer sweetheart lease deals to Uber drivers to encourage them to drive a Toyota or Lexus. The companies are also going to collaborate on developing apps for Uber drivers and accelerate their research into mobility services. Meanwhile, Volkswagen invested $300 million in the ride-sharing company Get, formerly known as Get Taxi. VW says it sees the market for ride-sharing, or what it calls ride-hailing, to have the greatest potential in the development of the mobility services market. In fact, it says it expects to see a substantial amount of its sales come from ride-sharing by 2025. And it's about more than just ride-sharing. Get provides delivery and logistics services, leverages big data, develops predictive algorithms, and uses artificial intelligence. The next step is on-demand autonomous car services. And if anyone questioned whether the race to mobility services was just some pie-in-the-sky dream, these moves prove that automakers are dead serious about it. Make no mistake, the disruption and transformation of the auto industry is well underway. General Motors, Ford, BMW, and Mercedes have already placed significant bets and PSA just got on board with its investment in Cooley Car. No doubt we're going to hear about investments from other car companies because this train is about to leave the station. And guess what? Even the regulators are getting on board. With more people using ride-sharing services, NHTSA wants to make sure those backseat riders are properly protected. It's going to start using crash test dummies in the backseats as part of its five-star ratings starting in 2019. Surprisingly, backseat protection isn't factored into its ratings, only the driver and front passenger. Okay, enough about mobility services. Coming up next, how glass in cars represent a huge opportunity to cut weight. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires, your journey, our passion. Dow Automotive Systems, advanced materials that deliver better results. And by Lear, a global leader in automotive seating and electrical systems. The new Ford GT is one of the first vehicles to adopt lightweight Gorilla Glass, like the stuff used for smartphone screens. But it certainly won't be the last. According to Corning and French supplier Saint-Gobain, the companies that produce Gorilla Glass, it can save up to 40 pounds if it's used in all the windows. That's a heck of a lot of weight. And because that's removing mass position high in a vehicle, it would lower the center of gravity. So handling would get better too. That makes a lot of sense for sports cars and for EVs. The less weight, the more range. As of right now, Gorilla Glass 
costs automakers an additional two to four dollars for every pound that it saves, but with tough emissions and fuel economy regulations, every gram counts. Volkswagen made about every mistake in the book when it comes to the handling of its diesel scandal, and now it may have made another one. Bloomberg reports the automaker is now whining that the fines the U.S. government wants are excessive. It wants them reduced. Good luck with that, VW. As a panel of experts concluded on a recent auto line this week, a scandal will probably cost VW $70 billion worldwide before it's all over. You know, there's a heck of a lot of talk about autonomy for passenger vehicles, but the commercial side of the industry is also heavily involved. Last year, Daimler revealed self-driving truck technology. Last week, we told you about a new startup called Auto that's developing autonomous semi-trucks. And now VW's truck unit, MAN, is expanding its self-driving capability. Bloomberg reports that it's nearly tripling its technology team from 45 people to 120 by the end of the year, all with an eye on developing autonomous trucks. Coming up next, John has something to say about the strategy behind why Volvo is targeting top luxury brands. For the people at Dow, racing is a sport and a science. We enjoy one and learn from the other. But like most competitive people, we like winning at both. This is the human element at work. Dow. Today's AutoLine Insight is all about that Swedish car company. You know, Volvos used to be boxes on wheels. Today, they're turning into beautiful sculptures. And it's not just about aesthetics. It's part of a master plan. Volvo's newest cars, the XC90 and S90, are beautifully styled both inside and out. In fact, Volvo deliberately designed these cars to go up against Mercedes, BMW, and Audi. It's no longer content to just be a premium brand. Volvo wants to play in the luxury segment. Of course, almost every automotive brand aspires to move up scale, but in Volvo's case, there's a bigger plan in play. Remember, Volvo is now owned by Chinese company Geely, which is rushing into the market with a whole new lineup of its own vehicles. So Volvo had to move up scale to make room for Geely. In fact, Volvo is clearly going to be the luxury brand of the Geely Group. And before this decade is out, I would not be surprised to see Volvo dealers add Geely stores. Yeah, even in the American and European markets. Anyway, that's how I see it. Love to get your take on it too. But with that, we wrap up today's show. Thanks for watching. Please join us again tomorrow.